Youth support. Youth strength. Youth involvement. Only on Radioactive 90.4 megahertz. Get active. Get active. Get active. Dear listeners, you're hearing to Radioactive 90.4 MHz, Bangalore's first community radio station. You're now listening to RJ Apoorva. Today, you're going to hear about mental health. About success, money and prominence comes your mental health. No matter how happy, content or easygoing someone's life looks, there is always a dark side to it. Everyone around us every day fights with things we are unaware of, things we can't even imagine. Thus, healing doesn't mean the damage never existed. It means the damage no longer controls our lives. Today, we are going to hear to a webinar which is organized by Wellness Center in collaboration with NSS where we are going to talk on the topic Stay Fit, Maintain Mental Health by Sangeeta Param who is going to address the students of Indian Institute of Technology IIT Rockery and talk about how one can maintain the mental health and bring awareness within them. With no more further ado, let's hear from her. But I was given a proper diagnosis by a professional therapist and also a psychiatrist. Okay. So what has happened exactly is that this, um, like, you know, a lot of people when they are sad, uh, so uh, basically, as I was saying, uh, mental illness has cannot be self-diagnosed, but you can identify the symptoms with the help of a professional to get it diagnosed okay a lot of people who are right now think when they are sad they are actually depressed that is like not at all true because a lot of people go around saying that oh my god i'm so depressed today okay so when people start saying that really often people don't like the other people listening to it don't know whether they are actually depressed or they're just saying a statement they're just making a statement so it's very important to identify when you're sad and when you're depressed okay so i'll give you an example as to how to identify this see this took me a lot of time and experience to learn okay this is all self-experiential things okay it's not something i read out of books or i'm giving you a statistical data or anything of that see sadness is that moment okay where you actually don't feel good. Both are negative feelings, okay? You don't feel good. But they, but when somebody comes and tells you like, you know, hey, you're looking good today. You, you spoke really well in the talk today. You'll get a little spark in you, you know? You won't be completely depressed. You know, a little sp- a spark of positivity will, you know, there'll be a little spark in you telling them, okay, you're not that bad. You're, you're not as bad as you think. And there will be a smile on your face and you'll actually mean that smile because you'll accept it. But if you're depressed, no matter who comes and tells what, it wouldn't matter to you because it you're so engulfed. There's so much of darkness around you. There's so much of darkness inside you, not just around you. It's inside you. It completely engulfs you. Communicate with anybody. You're not able to do anything. Where, where will you appreciate or where will you acknowledge something what someone tells you when it is about praising you or anything so depression is like that it eats you alive it 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 makes you so sad it makes you irrational and it doesn't allow you to take decisions and it it stays you know you most people will be like okay let's sleep it off let's sleep it off so many of us go to bed early and we sleep it off 
so that when we wake up in the morning, we don't remember what happened and we'll start afresh. But that does not happen if you're depressed because it's a continuous cycle. It keeps continuing and it keeps pulling you down. Whereas sadness, when you wake up, when you wake up fresh, you get a different feeling. You, you feel a little different. So that's one thing about sadness and depression I want to make clear. And uh, since a lot of youngsters are listening in, it's very important that you don't go around making statements that you're depressed when you're actually sad because you know it's very it's 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 very different for people to identify that's that's how the misconception spreads and the stigma that's why the stigma is not taken so seriously that's why this big stigma is only because of this where people are not able to identify what is real because at the end of the day they're all like oh it's all in your head oh you're just making this up what is wrong with you just move on let it go and it's they don't take it seriously. I mean, I don't understand why they don't take it seriously, but it's let's not give somebody an opportunity to not take it seriously for us. Okay? So that is one thing. So I was I was diagnosed by a therapist and I, I had to take a lot of questions and answers from him and it was confidential. So he, he has given me a report and I'm officially diagnosed as a bipolar and I've been taking uh, medication for it. I am not ashamed to state this fact that I'm taking medication for it or I'm going for therapy. I'm proud of it. And on the day I got diagnosed, I was so relieved. I was not afraid to go to the hospital. I was not afraid to sit in front of, like, you know, sit there not knowing what is what is going to happen. Because on the day I got diagnosed, I was so relieved that there is a term for what is happening in my head. There is something real. It is not something I'm making up. It's not something I'm suffering alone. There are so many people out there who are actually suffering from this. There are scientists doing, like, you know, oh, theories behind this they're, they're trying to figure out medication which can improve a person's life this it is all real they're, it's not just something i'm making up all by myself sitting in the night at 3 a.m crying not knowing what to do so this is all real mental illness is something to be concerned about to worry about it is an important aspect in a person's life. A healthy mindset is very, very important in a person's life. So that is what mental health is all about. So here are a few, see, basically I'm answering questions which I was sent to, okay? I was sent these questions, so I'm, I'm going to give the questions and the answers to them so that you also get an idea as to what is happening, okay? Because uh, these are a few questions, okay? If I just go on randomly talking, it would just go out of the flow. So I'm going to give step-by-step questions, okay? So how to deal with mental uh, issues? So I'm going to share about my journey, okay? And now I'm talking all hyper, excited, and, you know, like, ooh, when you look at me, you don't, you if you look at me and talk to me, for the first time, you'll not be able to tell that or assume that I'm a person who suffered depression and various other mental illnesses, okay? Nobody can say that because we people who are diagnosed with mental illnesses are very smart. We know how to, uh, like, you know, manipulate people and make them believe that we are the most happiest people in the world because that's, that's, that's our talent, I would say. But if you look at it, like, you know, I... I uh, 
I have attempted suicide like three to four times more than that. Last year was a really pretty serious one where I was taken to the hospital. I self-harmed uh, around, uh, I was addicted to self-harm. And the last time I self-harmed was about six to eight months ago. And I haven't touched my, uh, uh, like, you know, a knife or a blade after that to hurt myself. So it's a growing journey, okay? See, I will not tell I'm healed. I will not tell I'm, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect, I'm, I'm great. It's a journey. It's a process. Because, see, I, I hurt myself eight months ago, okay? But that that will not put me down. That, I, oh my God, I've come a long way. Why am I going back to the person who I was, who was hurting herself all the time? But I stayed eight months without hurting myself. So I'm proud of that fact today. I, may, I might have hurt myself. I might have got a spot of weakness at that moment. But today I am proud of myself that I did not hurt myself. I've stayed eight months sober without hurting myself. So that is what you have to be proud of. So my journey, as you can say, uh, I went to the therapist. My parents, uh, I, I uh, stay, stepped out of home hoping to come back lifeless told my parents and my parents understood that there's something seriously not okay with this girl because at 18 when she goes to her parents telling that she doesn't want to live anymore they do say take it seriously and uh, initially my parents you know they, they're very different from uh, like you know from normal like parents i would say because see they would they all assumed that my rage my anger me shouting at home was just teenage blues okay because i'm the older daughter so since i'm the older daughter so everybody's like okay she's just it's just teenagers that's how teenagers behave and all but later when the therapist explained to my parents that these are actually symptoms of her leading to depression or her leading to like you know these are the baby steps for her to get diagnosed you know you should you could have caught it earlier you could have caught it earlier you could have come for therapy earlier so many steps of you know of her pain could have reduced so they they were like yeah okay so my parents underwent therapy along with me. We had separate sessions. We have family sessions. And it was a very difficult uh, transition, okay? Because all my life, I did not know what, who I was, who I am, what I felt. Because, all, because it was always extremities. So bipolar disorder is a disorder where you feel extreme mood swings. So that is, uh, you're either too happy or you go to a manic phase or you're too depressed. You become really sad, really depressed, but both are extremes. You you never stay in the middle. So you never know what is normal. So, for example, uh, people who drink alcohol, they go high only when there is a kick in the body with the, with the booze. But a person like me who's bipolar don't need any external stimulant to get excited. We would get excited by just seeing ice cream. So, like, you know, it's it's difficult to know what is my real feeling. Am I happy or when I, am I in my life where I did not know who I who, who am I? What am I feeling? Where am I headed? I, I couldn't I couldn't recognize the person I saw in the mirror. So, uh, with therapy, with a lot of therapy, a lot of drilling, I started opening up my baggage 
one by one i started sharing i started speaking to him because although i was sharing all this with my friends okay because what do we do when we have a problem everybody says share with us share with us so i did share it with my friends but you know no matter how many times i shared i never got over it i i came home i still used to go to bed crying i did not i did not get over it because it was paining each time and it kept coming back so that that's when i knew there's something seriously not okay with me because if i was sad i would probably talk about it and it would i, I would rest it would rest it would be buried but this is coming back why is it haunting me again and again these thoughts kept flooding my mind so i opened up my baggage one by one so i spoke about my bullying i spoke about sexual abuse i spoke about self harm i spoke about friends leaving all these fears anger it was all guilt it was all just like you know it it was stored in this little heart of mine and uh, you know it was slowly starting to heal because the wound had gotten pretty worse and there was this point of time uh when i realized see my dad's a cancer survivor okay and he underwent a bone marrow transplant and uh, when i was 12 years old okay so uh, my my parents started saying you have a survivor in the family oh my uh, he underwent cancer he survived cancer you can do this too that uh, will power the 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 will power he had you should show the same will power and come out of depression trust me it's not the same so i sat on my parents and i told them cancer is a physical ailment okay mental illness is not physical ailment you do need the will power to fight and to live yeah i know that the challenges you face are different the challenges you face in life when it comes to a physical ailment where you don't know whether you live tomorrow is a different type of pain but when it comes to a mental illness where you you are challenging yourself not to take your own life and cause death is a different type of pain altogether so you cannot compare the two so it is very important to know that physical ailments and mental ailments you know you cannot compare them and you cannot call them the same but you have to give them equal importance that is one thing you have to do for both give them equal importance it's like you know being a feminist and saying man women should be treated the same do the same with anything mental illness physical illness treated the same just because a mental illness does not have a blood report telling me how many wbc or the how many platelets are there in my head or whatever i mean the scientific aspect of it does not mean that my pain is any lesser or my illness is any like you know anything lesser than a normal physical ailment so that's when my parents also understood that you know this is not the same thing you know we cannot give the same type of encouragement to this person because her will power is not there she doesn't have a will to live itself here you have to have the will power to fight the disease but here she doesn't have the will power to live itself so where is the question of her you know generating a will power to live so that 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 was a difficult time and uh, it took a lot of time to come over it's been 6 years now since i'm since i started taking therapy i've had one or two friends i don't have a bunch of friends i don't have 10 15 friends uh, i was just going through my phone the other day and in whatsapp it shows you on top how many contacts you have if you go to the like you know the contact 
page and it shows you the number of contacts you have. I felt really weird because out of those number of contacts, I text two to three people once in two, three days. That's it. There's not one person or there's, there's not like, I haven't spoken to any of them in like a really long time. I don't even wish them happy new year or happy birthday or any Christmas or whatever. So it's, if you see, you can remember that, like, you know, it matters. What, what, what I'm trying to say is that your, your friendship, your inner circle is what matters. You might be having 500 people in your contacts, but the people you go to, you should trust that inner circle whom you build a circle. If you stand in the middle, build a circle around you. Whom will you include in that circle whom you trust? They matter the most. So you trust them, they trust you. That's it. Nothing else matters. It can be anyone. It can be your parents, your friends, your dog, your cat, your books, your art, anything. So that comes to my ne next topic about coping strategies. Like, how do I cope with all this pain, all this, um, like, you know, this irritation, suffering, you know, what all you can call it, coping strategies. When it comes to coping, there's a lot of self-therapy that's required, okay? Because the first step is you self-realizing that something is not okay. Before you can do anything about it, okay? Because... You know, if you are calm and if you realize that, okay, something is not okay with me, something is not fine, you get a realization. So that is very important that you do self-therapy. A lot of people say read gratitude books. Like, you know, gratitude journals. So at the end of the day, take a book and write on what all you're grateful for. Write on what you're feeling. Write on what you're, what is bothering you. Write on your stress. Write on your anger. You know, just scribble down and, you know, scribble down whatever you're feeling. So, uh, I started writing, I started expressing whatever I felt, and trust me, everything was negative. Everything was about pain and darkness and, um, you know, there's so much of anger and guilt. Everything was on the negative side. But when I, I don't know what made me publish the two books, I published them. So when someone asked me, why don't you write positive stuff, you know? Why don't you write, uh, like, you know, things which makes you happy? Why do you write such negative stuff and so sad to read such things? I said, when I am depressed and when I am sad, I don't want to read happy stuff because those are unrealistic for me. I want to read sad stuff which I can relate to. I want to read sad things which I can understand, which I can feel... Like, you know, so lays or I can feel empathetic with. So I want to write these books for those people who have a bad day at work. They come home, pick up this book and, you know, pick up a chapter and just read it and understand that there's a human out there who wrote this, who felt this way. And it's okay for me to feel this way because it's okay to be not okay. I wrote it for them. I wrote it to make darkness and negativity normalize it to normalize this negativity is why i wrote and published it yeah i didn't make a lot of sales though but yeah i, I still published it and it, it was a little challenging for me i i still have a lot of um like you know negative 
feelings and you know i'm not good enough you know was a low self esteem you know i'm not pretty enough i'm fat um instagram you go to instagram and you see a lot of these posts of your friends getting married they having the perfect hair the perfect uh, wedding the perfect you know uh, everything you know their perfect body this that you know it it floods your head with so many negative comments about yourself which nobody would have even made or thought which you would you know just write down you would make them by yourself even when they don't exist that's how social media does to you but it's very important to not get affected by it i'm trying to learn this because i still get affected by it i go on instagram to make myself feel bad i don't know why i do that lot of people have you know started now you know going off instagram or off social media because they want to get themselves better but i feel bad because when i go to instagram a few times and i see the number of followers two three people would have reduced and i'll be like why are they unfollowing me what did i do wrong did i do something wrong and i don't know who unfollowed me that's the best part but if you see there are so many people with like millions of followers i am like how do they get so many followers when I, when there are people unfollowing me in instagram when i did nothing so that puts you down and that's when i start real, started realizing that you know it's time i stopped beating myself up or stop thinking so much about others i'm doing this for myself i'm talking about it for myself go on instagram see things which are necessary see a good meme and laugh see you know positive videos or see sad videos also it doesn't matter see motivational stuff look for some see drawings of you know people look at the artwork look at this there are so many pages to follow cooking do anything you like except except something which will make you feel bad and that is one thing i'm trying to work on so this is my next challenge where i stop beating myself up for something i am which i wanted to talk about uh, because i give myself a realize a realization that i have to keep in mind not to do it see because i cannot preach and not practice right so i cannot do that because it it, it doesn't allow me to do that i cannot preach something and then come back sit here and cry about it so i would i am going to like you know work on this where i stop beating myself up by looking at somebody else's post so that is one thing i'm going to stop with this in mind i want everyone who's listening to take take up something which is bothering them which they are you know they using to beat themselves up with in their mental health in their mental state and to take today as a resolution to stop doing that from today no tomorrow business although tomorrow is 1st october let's start from today that we all stop doing whatever we are doing to harm our mental health okay so we can can we all make a promise so if you want to do it leave a chat that give a thumbs up or something so that i know that you all will do it anyways um how to help our peers now this is important how to identify that somebody else is suffering from mental illness all this while i've been talking about myself about how i underwent how i did it how i um everything was about me now let's talk about others first thing don't be judgmental don't judge your friends when they come and sit down and they're not okay don't tell them move on let it go don't make such statements just listen 
because people who are not okay especially people like me we just want to vent we want to vent out whatever is happening and you know we just want somebody to listen to them we just want somebody to not judge we don't even want your advice we don't want you to give us answers we just want someone to listen to us because most of the time it's it's so scary out there that the people we trust also you know we end up not trusting and we end up taking taking it all on our all on ourselves just sit there just listen to your friend just hold their hand maybe give them a hug later on and if you identify okay you know pe- people who are mentally ill need not always be sad all the time they need not always not eat or become quiet or withdrawn they can be the happiest person they can laugh all the time they can be bubbly they can be the joker of the class they can also be depressed so don't go by looks don't judge a book by its cover that's a very good uh, you know it's a very apt like you know proverb where you don't judge a book by its cover you know it's a very apt proverb for everything not just you know where not just in any circumstance this also it's very important when you notice somebody not behaving like how they are usually behave just go sit with them and just have a small little chat not in front of everybody but maybe you know take them aside and you know just have a cup of coffee with them and say that you know you don't seem to be okay is everything fine do you have anything to share you know you can trust me you can share you know don't push them or either give give them the assurance that you are there for them you know they will come to you and if you feel that they are in need of professional help you know take them you know give them the assurance that you will be there for them you will take them to the therapy you will be there for them you will not judge them and you know just being there and actually be there don't just write i will be there for you and not be there you know stay with them these are the most important things a friend has to do or a relative or a, or a family member has to do that's what my family and my friends do for me they listen to me when i cry they listen to me when i vent they don't judge me if i'm wrong they don't tell me at that moment maybe later on when i'm a bit calmer and cooler they call me they make me sit and say you were worried about this and you were crying that day right may have you thought about it in this perspective and they make me realize it in that way so it's important how to talk to the person and how to communicate to a person who's sensitive you know you have to think about it you have to be aware about what you're sharing how you're sharing when you're sharing so that is what is very important about how you deal with a person with mental illnesses i would like to thank sangeeta param as well as wellness center in collaboration with nss and all the iit students who were part of this webinar and i would also like to inform that there would be another session by sangeeta param so i request all of you to please refer to that as well thank you sangeeta param for such a wonderful webinar dear listeners if you want to share your views and feedback on this program you can contact us on 2235490 or mail us at radioactivecr90.4mhc@gmail.com If you have missed the show or want to hear it over again you can hear it on www.soundcloud.com If you want to listen to all our programs you can download the radioactive app keep listening to radioactive 90.4 mhz Bangalore's first community radio station get active this is me Archya Purva signing out <laughs>
Youth support. Youth strength. Youth involvement. Only on radioactive 90.4 megahertz. Get active. Get active. Get active. Youth support. Youth strength. Youth involvement. Only on radioactive 90.4 megahertz. Get active. Get active. Get active. Get active.